Welcome to the podcast. On November 15th, 2022, Donald Trump announced he was going to seek the GOP nomination for president in 2024. But there was something unusual about the announcement event. Despite being invited, the media did not show up. Even right-leaning outlets didn't attend the event. Can you imagine the media not attending a significant Trump event in 2016 or 17, 18, 19, or 2020? But they didn't attend Trump's 2022 candidacy announcement event. Why is that? Certainly, we can't write it off to left-leaning anti-Trump bias, because even right-leaning outlets didn't show up. Something else is going on. The Dr. Reality Vodcast with Dave Champion. Let's start with this. One thing no news outlet wants to do is get labeled as an active part of some candidate's political intrigue. They certainly want to report on the political intrigue, perhaps even in a positive light, but they don't want to be labeled as being a participant in a candidate's campaign or any related machinations related to a campaign. To go a step further, news outlets do not want to be accused of facilitating a candidate's unethical or perhaps even illegal conduct. Again, they certainly want to cover such stories, but never at the expense of being accused of facilitating unethical or illegal conduct. If they think by covering a candidate they may be placing themselves in that position, news outlets will limit themselves to superficial reporting on that candidate. In other words, the bare minimum and nothing more. My read on the outlets not sending news crews to Trump's announcement event is the news industry is doing exactly that concerning Trump, reporting the bare minimum and nothing more. The question is, why? News outlets with public name recognition are all multi-million dollar operations. As such, they have a lot of resources at their disposal, including experts in various fields. As Trump started hinting about his big announcement, You can bet your ass the executives of every significant news organization held strategy meetings to discuss how to cover Trump this time around. Corporations are typically conservative in their decision-making process, so one of the things they'd want to consider is whether down the road, based on their coverage of Trump, they could be accused of having been a party to creating another January 6th, or something worse than that. The public holds many differing views on why Trump decided to run again. But in the halls of power, which includes media corporation boardrooms, there is concern that Trump is running because he believes doing so is the only way to avoid trial on multiple violations of the Espionage Act, obstruction of justice, and perhaps suborning perjury charges. By the way, as a side note, violating the Espionage Act provisions concerning classified documents does not mean a person engaged in espionage. In other words, a grand jury could indict Trump for violating the Espionage Act without accusing him of espionage. If it's true that Trump is running to avoid being prosecuted for numerous counts of various crimes, How would announcing his candidacy accomplish that? First, it's important to note that Trump's announcement will not stop a grand jury from indicting him if the grand jury is inclined to do so. Since Trump's announcement can't stop an indictment, then the next thing in the sequence of events would be for the government to bring Trump to trial. 
It is that step in the process that many in the halls of power believe Trump is attempting to prevent by his significantly premature announcement of running in 2024. The concern in the halls of power is that Trump intends to portray any attempt to put him on trial as a corrupt, politically driven government action taken to stop him from making America great again. In other words, he's going to tell his base that just as the 2020 election was stolen from them, any attempt to put him on trial is an even more egregious plot by the deep state to steal the 2024 election, and they must rise up and stop the government from destroying America, which will translate into stopping the government from putting him on trial. The fear in the halls of power is that hundreds of thousands of his supporters will buy what Trump is selling and violently attack government buildings and government employees. The only realistic way to stop that violence will be for the government to apply opposing violence. Trump will then characterize the government's use of violence as the government committing open warfare against the American people. He'll then tell his supporters it is imperative they defend America by doing whatever is necessary to show the government there's a price to pay for using violence against God-fearing Americans. He'll tell them America can only be safe from leftist tyranny if they act right now to stop it. The concern in the halls of power is this scenario may explode into something exponentially worse than January 6th, such as Trump's diehard supporters believing it's time to kick off a second American civil war. If there is even a tiny chance of this scenario occurring, media outlets don't want to find themselves blamed for facilitating it by broadcasting, amplifying Trump's message. Will they report on things concerning Trump that are newsworthy and benign? They will, but they're not going to hang on every word spoken by Trump as they did from 2016 through 2020. They want to showcase a new paradigm in which politically meaningful events involving Trump will be reported upon. But as an example, they will no longer be showing their viewers video of Trump's speeches. They want to step away from that level of coverage, so they establish a track record of reporting on him as nothing more than one candidate among many for the Republican nomination. They consider that reduced level of attention to best position themselves to decline to cover any innuendo-fueled calls he may make for open rebellion as a means of attempting to stop the federal government from taking him to trial. Are there developments that could change the media's current position? You bet. Number one is if the special prosecutor announced the grand jury declined to indict Trump. Another would be if Trump goes to trial and is acquitted by a jury. There is another development that would likely change the media's position. Now that Elon Musk has reinstated Trump on Twitter, if Trump returns to Twitter, which I imagine he will, and is communicating with 80 or 90 million people on a daily basis, there would be little reason for news outlets to refuse to cover Trump's messages that a significant percentage of the American people would already be getting directly from the horse's mouth. Interestingly, Trump isn't the only subject from which the U.S. media has stepped away. Try to get anyone in the media to discuss the truth of the income tax that Congress has never imposed the income tax on the ordinary working American. Let me share a couple of quick stories with you illustrating there is a media blackout on this subject. You know, a media blackout in a land of freedom of the press. Over the almost 13 years income tax shattering the mist has been out, it has been read by tens of thousands of Americans and has never received a review less than four out of five stars. During that same time, several hundred copies have been sent to media personalities asking them to read it and discuss it on the air, preferably having me on as a guest. 
how many media personalities have discussed it on the air? How many media personalities have called me to be a guest on their show and lay it out for the American people? That would be zero. Hundreds of books sent by hard-working Americans at their own expense to have the media look at the evidence and bring it forth to the American people. After all, one major purpose for the free press is to serve as a government watchdog. The press is supposed to report to the American people when it discovers the government is lying to the American people and stealing from the American people. Yet when it comes to the truth of the income tax, the media has a complete blackout on the subject. I was recently contacted by a person who wanted to share with me his inside information about an up-and-coming talk show personality who was recently picked up by a major streaming service. In the contract he was required to sign, there was a provision in which he had to specifically agree not to discuss the income tax. Media blackout? What media blackout? Even media hosts who strongly disagree with me on the income tax won't have me on as a guest. I find this odd because if they had the facts on their side, why not have me on and make mincemeat out of me? Make me look like a fool. Even media hosts who are attorneys run like hell from the truth because they know they will be the ones who look like fools. About 20 years ago, I was approached in early March by a representative of the Bill Handel Show. Bill is an attorney who has been doing the morning drive time show on KFI Radio in Los Angeles for decades. I believe through syndication and other avenues, Handel is heard by about a million listeners a day. Handel routinely mocks those who know the truth of the income tax. He does everything he can to make them sound like buffoons. The reason Handel's people contacted me in March was to have me as a guest on Bill's April 15th show. As soon as I was invited, I knew the agenda was for Handel, who is an attorney, to make mincemeat out of me on the air, thus proving the truth of the income tax is actually nonsense. Good luck with that. I immediately agreed to be a guest on Bill's show. Then, suddenly, on about the 12th of April, I got a call from a person saying she was a producer for Handel, and we needed to do a run-through of the interview so they could better prepare to have me as a guest. She and I sat on the phone for about 10 minutes with her playing the role of Handel and me responding to questions. At the conclusion, she said she had all she needed and they'd be in touch. And in touch they were. A few hours later, I received a call informing me Bill had decided to go in a, quote, different direction on his April 15th show, and I would not be his guest. I got up at the crack of dawn on the 15th to hear Bill's show. Instead of having someone knowledgeable about the income tax on the show, Handel opened the phone lines to take calls from listeners who felt the income tax didn't apply to most Americans. Needless to say, the call screeners only passed on to Bill callers with the most ridiculous claims, and Bill slaughtered them all one after another, thus rigging the game to create the false impression that people who say they know the truth about the income tax are actually kooks. Needless to say, Handel never disclosed to his audience that he'd canceled the guest who would have made mincemeat out of him. Since Bill was an avid promoter of the government's big income tax lie, he took the coward's way out by canceling the man who would have made him look like exactly what he is, a stooge. The good news is you don't have to be kept in the dark by corrupt media. You can simply purchase a copy of Income Tax Shattering the Mist and prove the truth to yourself by seeing what the law has said consistently for more than a hundred years. When I say the law, don't be concerned that it may be too complex to understand. 
The entire scheme is laid out in income tax shattering the myths with crystal clarity so every single American can understand what the government has done and how it's been done. Further, you're given the knowledge with which to walk away from the scam if you're inclined to do so after seeing the facts and law with your own two eyes. You can get income tax shattering the myths by going to drreality.news, drreality.news. And there is never a better time than right now because I'm running a special for the holidays. If you use the coupon code SANTA, as in Santa Claus, I'll inscribe your copy, autograph it, and I'll pay the shipping for you. But that's not all. The special also applies to body science, which explains in an easy-to-understand manner the true physiological reason that America is the most chronically ill society in all of human history. The reason for that also involves a corrupt government and a complicit media. Body science details the disinformation campaign that's been run by the government and key institutions for 60 years, knowingly leading to an unbelievable amount of pain, illness, and death for the American people. Then body science explains how your physiology really works and how to get and stay incredibly healthy in the midst of the most chronically ill society in all of history. That's getting worse every day. If you enter the coupon code SANTA at checkout, I'll inscribe and autograph your copy of Body Science and pay the shipping for you. If you purchase Income Tax Shattering the Miss and Body Science, I'll inscribe and autograph both and pay the shipping. Further, if you purchase anything from the Dr. Reality site, I'll pay the shipping for you. This special is good through midnight on December 25th, and free shipping is only on domestic orders. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or whatever you celebrate will be here before you know it. So go to drreality.news now and get a copy of Income Tax Shattering the Mist and or Body Science. Thanks for being with me today. Take care.